Nation, welcome back to the Bros. Bing. Oh, that, that was very nice. Oh. That, was, that was good. That was good. Um, <laughs> just so everyone knows, Marco's had a lot of caffeine before coming onto the show today. So uh, he's my friends. I, you have a lot of energy today. I got a lot of energy because we got a lot to talk about and it's just one day closer to being back to the regular season because it's been like a month since we've had regular season. But during this time, we've had an amazing League's Cup, like we've said every single episode. So, yes, this is amazing times. Yeah, I'm try- I'm going to try to match your energy because Ooh, get on, get on this level, get on y- this level. <laughs> you have a lot of energy today, so I'm going to try to match it. Um, but like you said, we have, we have some things to go over, but before we do that, you know, I got to ask you, how are you? Oh, my friend, I am doing super well, not as good as the weather outside. The weather is, is, the weather is gloomy and sad and dull today. It was raining. Like it was thunderstorms and dark clouds of some dark abyss came, came upon us. It's like, what happened to the, the, the nice sunny weather? Kind of like on my backdrop here. <laughs> we can't yeah, have it all the time. It, it's, it's summer still in my mind. Like I went from refing a game on Tuesday to literally sweating sunscreen. No joke. I was literally sweating sunscreen and it was getting my eyes to today. Yeah. I was raining and lightning delay. So not cool. Don't like that. But that's that's how day went. What about you for my friend? Um, Just chill. Just chilling. I, I've been uh, studying, so I've been taking some classes. But, oh. uh, so I've been uh, doing some homework. But that doesn't, doesn't mean I never have time for soccer. But no, no, lately, no. lately, you've been reminding me of like games midday. You're like, are you watching this? I'm like, oh, crap. I'm not watching it, <laughs> which that's not like me. And you know that. So I know, right? What? Like everybody, th- this guy forgot about Super Cup yesterday i'm like how how could you forget city against sevilla like yeah it, it that was that was a good match sevilla scoring first i mean uh, yeah sevilla scoring first then city and then in the end a good penalty shootout with city getting another trophy i will say this though that shootout um all the argentines that participated scored their penalty yeah but unfortunately lamella got taken out right before the pk's it's all right. I, I don't care who gets taken out, put in. All the Argentines scored theirs. Ocampos, Alvarez, um, Montiel, and I can't remember if there's another one. But I know those three score, all yeah. scored theirs. Yeah, so it's, it's always a good day when a city gets another trophy to their collection. <laughs> all right, all right. You can't show our colors already, but yes, we are city fans. <laughs> um, I will say this. Random fact, random soccer fact. Um Montiel has uh, has scored 11 PK goals. He has missed zero out of oh, yeah. all PKs that he's taken ever in his career, including the uh, World Cup winning PK. The man has ice in his veins when it comes to shooting PKs. Like, but what's ice. sad is, but what's sad is, like Sevilla, they can't. Besides the, the Europa League, they can't actually lift another trophy. Well, let's just say this: Sevilla are Europa, uh, yeah, Europa champions, like mm-hmm. Europa kings. Yeah, I mean, they, because of that, because of that, they they qualified for a Champions League. 
Right. They always qualify for Champions League, but yeah. they always lose in the group stage and then they go to Europa and they always win Europa. That's why I say they're the Europa Kings. Um, in fact, if you look it up, I can't remember the exact stat, but I think they've won like 80, 90 percent of the last 10 years worth of Europa Leagues. That's that's an, that's an impressive stat right there. I'm telling you. Um, and if I'm wrong. I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they've won a majority. Anyways, that, but, this isn't a, a European soccer show. This, this isn't. isn't. This is the Man City or Sevilla Bros. This is the RSL Bros. <laughs> yes. Um, and we're not going to talk about RSL first. <laughs> oh, oh, how how disappointing. Well, well, we're we're gonna we're gonna take it a different route, everybody. We're gonna we're gonna talk more a little bit more about Leagues Cup because, like we said, this Leagues Cup has come down to the wire. Like we are down to the championship of championships so semifinals we had nashville monterey and then philly uh miami but in that nashville monterey game kind of a a little bit of a shocker honestly we had a a two nothing victory for nashville which kind of surprised me because i thought monterey would be coming guns a blazing surprised you it didn't surprise me um with with the way that Nashville has been playing, first uh, we're going to talk knockout round first. Mm-hmm. Nashville, Nashville beat Cincinnati. Yeah, which Cincinnati is number one in the MLS right now. They're yeah. ahead. They're ahead in the standings by eight points. Um, no one's catching them. I think Cincinnati is going to run away with the supporter shield. Yeah, so, and they, and they were playing that game in Cincinnati, which made it a lot more difficult. Yeah, um, yeah. And that, that's like a it's kind of a mini rivalry between them because mm-hmm. they're they're both expansion teams. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like when RSL um were rivals, quote unquote, to Chivas USA for the first like year or two because we were both expansion teams. Um even though it really look, wasn't look at them now. <laughs> look at them now. Um so Nashville beats Cincinnati. Nashville then beats America in that controversial PK shootout, which that was crazy i'm still i'm still a little sad about that (laughs) (laughs) they they go on to thrash minnesota that was five nothing so i from 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 my perspective i see nashville doing really well on top of that um they played two out of those three sorry they played three out of those four knockout games um so america Minnesota and Monterey game at home. Yeah, which gave them the, the the major advantage. Yeah, and now they have the final at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, where whereas Monterey, they uh they've been playing as a visitor this whole time. They yeah. they played in Portland. They played in Houston against Tigres. They played in L.A. and then they go to Nashville. Well, can't, that, can't forget, can't forget in Salt Lake and Seattle as well. Right. So in Salt Lake and Seattle for the group stage. So yeah. these guys have been in a different city every single game yeah, and different time zones. I'm not surprised that they didn't lose earlier in this tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. In fact, that's, then, that that's one of the biggest complaints from um, Mexican players, Mexican coaches. And when I say Mexican, sorry, I meant the the the, the teams. Yeah. Um, so the teams, coaches, and uh, the the federation was the For amount sure. of travel. 
Yeah, I, I I've said this before, but if they're wanting to do this tournament again next year, do more in the Mexican countries. So maybe half and half. There's only half. one. There's only one Mexican country. You, you know what you I know. <laughs> half half here and then half in Mexico. Yeah. Um, the logistics of that would be pretty intense for me. Um, only because like, yes, I understand that they did it here for money aspects. Maybe. I think it was just convenience of the amount of stadiums, um, the amount of. First off, there's more MLS teams than Liga MX teams. Um, I, I just feel like going to a stadium like Azteca or even a Monterrey or somewhere like that, it would just be a very hostile environment where it'd be tough for an MLS team to to win there. Win there. Look, I don't care if the the stadium's hostile or not. Um, <laughs> th- these guys have a job to do, and it's to play soccer. For but sure, for sure. Um, I don't know what the logistics would look like. Um, I I don't have even the slightest idea of how it would look like. I know there's there's probably fans out there that dedicate themselves to logistics and and whatnot, and probably would know how this stuff works. But for me, it'd be pretty hard to even. So I don't think you can split up between the two countries. Just because of travel visas, um, just a lot of stuff that, a lot of logistics that might, yeah, yeah. including the Canadian teams, that would be three different countries, including the Canadian teams. Which, no, but there weren't any Canadian teams. Yeah, you had, you had Vancouver, Toronto. Oh, Vancouver, and, you're you're right. And Toronto and Montreal. I just forgot Toronto and Montreal sucks so bad that I forgot they were <laughs> even in this tournament. And Vancouver, I forgot they had that game against Leon that went to 19 PKs. So. Um, okay, but yes, you're right. There's they'd be in three different countries if that's mm-hmm. the case. Yeah. So the the logistics is just absolutely horrendous. So going back to this game, I'm surprised that Monterey made it this far. And and probably, I think they were the biggest complainers in terms of travel. Do you feel like be- they I feel like they had a reason behind their complaining because they were in a different country. They're not they're having to go hotel to hotel. Do, do, you, do you feel for them or or no? Oh, I feel absolutely for them. I mean, just re- remember their, their, their course that they took. Salt Lake to Seattle. From Seattle to, to Portland. Portland. Mm-hmm. Portland to Houston. Houston to L.A. L.A. To Nashville, six different cities, six different games, and then and then they have one more as well, and and now uh, they're going to Philly. Yeah, so all the way to the, well, back over to the East Coast. They really went from coast to coast, every single time zone, every single time zone, um, and they did it. Uh, let's see, their first game. When did we play them? The twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. So from July twenty sixth until. Yesterday, yesterday was three weeks. Yeah. yeah. So the nineteenth, so three and a half weeks on the road. They've gone almost, almost, almost an entire month in this tournament, which crazy. Yeah. Um. So I'm not <clears> surprised <throat> that Nashville won. You might be surprised because Monterey is good, but I think exhaustion caught up yeah. to them. Exactly. Um, exactly. But then we have the other side. With mm-hmm. uh, the other semifinal was Philly and Miami. Um, by the way, the fact that um, Miami scored, th- 
had three straight games with four goals should scare everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And finally, Jordi Alba gets his first goal with Miami. So that that was that was nice to see. And yeah. of course, like Me- Messi's goal from literally like 25-ish yards out, it's like Andre Blake had couldn't two keepers I don't think could be able to reach that. It was just slid right there in the bottom bottom left corner. Um for those that remember World Cup, um does that remind you of one of his goals? Oh, easily. That was against uh, Mexico. Yep. Yeah. The slot home against Mexico. Yeah, beating, so beating Ochoa. So with with Miami doing so well, in fact, even in the we'll go back even to the the first round of the knockout round. They scored mm-hmm. three goals there, four goals in the second, four goals in the corners, yeah. and four goals against Philadelphia. Um, we're talking Philadelphia is one of the upper teams in the East, the best team on defense. Yeah, Charlotte is Charlotte is down there. Char- Charlotte, Charlotte. <laughs> well, Charlotte is down there with Miami, but yeah. now if we see that they they Miami's playing this good against them, mm-hmm. watch out. Um, yeah, yeah. Miami playing against Dallas. Dallas is a good team. Dallas is right below us, I think, in the standings. And especially for when they were playing in Dallas, of the temperature, and everybody was afraid that that was going to affect Miami, but nope. Um, if if the temperature was going to affect Miami, they needed to bring like a hundred and thousand percent humidity too, because oh, that's what Miami is. It's heat and humidity. But and then you the first one was Orlando, which Orlando is is right in in the mix with with playoffs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So if if we're looking at a Miami team that with the additions of of the players the obvious players that they've added with Messi Busquets um, and Jordi Alba with a couple of others. Yeah. You're looking at a renewed Miami team that has the possibility of not only winning leagues cup, possibly doing really well in us open cup. Possibly. I said, I I said this a couple weeks ago back prior to Messi Busquets Alba, all this, I said that they don't have a chance making the, the playoffs in the MLS season. I'm now changing that. I, I think that they might, because if you look at it, they're 12 points out. That's literally that's three games. No, if I get four games, that <laughs> math is hard. <laughs> so I I think that's that's possible. They just need to win four games, and boom, they're right back in contention. Now, now that is that's way too easy. That's way too easy to even think about because it's not just them winning four games, but it's everyone else above them losing four games. But but still, but still, we we, we just we've seen what they just did and accomplished in this short amount of time with Messi scoring already nine goals, tying the the season uh, of goals with Joseph Martinez. So. I, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, the, and maybe let's, let's just give a – I'm going to give my little thoughts on, on Miami, just like what you said. I think if Miami can win 80, 80% of their games, like win three points, yeah, I think that they they have a shot at making the playoffs, um, either getting in that, that, that ninth spot or getting seventh or eighth place, to be honest. Yeah. For those people who didn't think Miami was going to go this far in the tournament – don't really like know how good Busquets, Alba, and Messi are. This is a reunited back to the Barca days. Like they know how each other plays. 
which they're they're on another level. Like, and I I don't want to take away from from any of the other players too, because you have oh, Robert Taylor. Robert Taylor. <sighs> he's he's good. He's a good a company, or he's a good um companion. That's the right word. Yeah. Good companion to Messi because he makes the runs. Messi feeds him the ball. Um, you have uh, Yedlin playing defense. I mean, yeah. we know he he's been solid. He had a slump, and I think this has almost like resurrected him. Mm-hmm. But you can't you can't forget also the youngsters, uh, Kermansky. Oh yeah. my goodness, um, he he stepped up a lot for them. I uh, I hope that in the future, in the near future, he makes a decision on whether to play for the United States or Argentina, and I'm hoping it shoots more towards the side of Argentina. With Messi being the captain of the national team, that's I bet right. you he's talking in his ear. That, that's right. I, I forgot his his parents. Exactly. So he has that that little that little route he can go with. Right. So, so now we have this final Nashville Miami. Yeah, and then we have Monterey and Philly in the third place matchup. Which I'll, I'll go back over to Monterey. I kind of talked about with previously. Monterey already qualified for the CONCACAF Champions League. If you're them, would you be resting your players for Saturday and then kind of just giving it to Philly in a sense? Be like, here, you guys can have this one. We already did qualify for Champions League. Um, I'm now pulling up uh, Monterey's schedule. Um, They play... I believe they play Monday. I bet that's going to be rescheduled. Yeah. Because um, if that's the case, they don't play until the 27th, which would be the following Sunday. Um, if if they get that uh, first game back rescheduled, which I think they will, mm-hmm. I think just play your just play your players, win that third place game, and then you have that whole week of rest at home. Yeah, and on top of that, they're playing at home on the 27th. So I think it'd be a, a good way to to go out. Win it and then rest your players until the your next game, which is a was a which is a which is a home game. Yeah, yeah, I, I, absolutely. I I agree. It's like you're already here in this tournament. Just end on a bang. Yeah. Why not? But I need to get your thoughts on this final because apparently you didn't think Nashville was going to get this far. I I did not. Nashville was kind of a, a sleeper surprise team because I thought either Cincy or Columbus were going to kind of be the better and, and knock them out in this final. I, it's obviously going to be in Nashville. So they're going to have that home field advantage, but I'm still riding high on Messi. They, they, they are on a good trend. So I, I can't, can't steer away from cheering for Messi. Look, look, I, I can't either. I mean, it's like not in my DNA to go cheer against Messi. Which, but, then, but then, of course, we got to support the RSL sister. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, RSL sister does live in Nashville. Shout out to RSL sister again. Didn't we shout out to her last time? We we did. We did. So I it, think it, we it, we forgot to tell her. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um, I'm still. For me, I'm going with Messi. I I cannot go against him i can't it's impossible i just i want to see another trophy added to his collection right before he was about to win a a ballon d'or in a few months so 
and then it'll be uh, Inter Miami's first trophy as a club. So that will be a glorious sight to see on Saturday for them. Um, yes, which has me wondering, and this is just going to be the preview of the preview of the preview. Um, <laughs> I am just worried if RSL gets to the final of the U.S. Open Cup with Miami. I am scared for m- me and my loyalties. <laughs> well, no need to worry about that yet because we're not quite there yet. Because I don't want any jinxing, nothing of that sort to be happening right now. Because I think RSL fans and RSL in general should and only should be focusing on Wednesday's game against Houston and Houston only. It's true. It's true. Which uh, there's two words in Spanish that uh, everyone should know. It's called Anulo Mufa. Yep, you, you, you've shared this before. Yep, remember it. Anulo Mufa. You, uh, uh, an... Yeah, say it. Say it. Anula Mufa. No, Anulo Mufa. Anula, anula Mufa. Anulo. Anulo Mufa. There we go. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> now we can move on because <laughs> if you say it wrong, it doesn't, doesn't work. But, yep, tournament wraps up Saturday with the bronze match prior to the championship in Nashville. So stay tuned to see if Nashville can be win the better of Messi and the bunch or if Messi wins his first trophy with Miami. That I can all, talk all, I could talk for hours on this. I really can. All comes down. I I'm excited. And then yeah, what, 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 what more can you say? This is an exciting time. Well, um I can say this. I I'm happy with how the tournament went. I'm glad it's over. Let's get into regular season MLS. Absolutely. Life. Regular season comes back to us, uh, to your locally broadcast sta- station. <laughs> this, this, this <laughs> we, we, don't broadcast, we don't broadcast squat. <laughs> oh, we're, we're, we're not broadcasting the games? No? No, no, no. M- MLS, season pass, MLS season pass doesn't pay us the big bucks. Sorry, guys. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> no, not, not yet. <laughs> they, they, they don't broadcast this podcast. Sorry. Not yet. <laughs> but um, we are... RSL is back, back in action Sunday against Los Angeles of the Galaxy. And for those of you guys who have been tracking the weather in good old uh, the Pacific Ocean area, they are about to get hit with a bad like hurricane, which is bad. So uh, most likely that game is going to be wet and soggy over there in Carson, California. Eek. I totally forgot about that. I, in yeah. fact, I was I was I was reading X today and I saw it, and then yeah. I, you just mentioned it, I'm like, oh yeah, because the first thought that came into my head was, mm-hmm. this is gonna be rescheduled or we're gonna be in a huge lightning delay because if it's bringing uh-huh. tropical storm stuff, mm-hmm. I bet there's lightning in it. I am ninety percent sure this game will be one of two, yeah, lightning delay or rescheduled. So. Uh, yeah, you, you gotta love this hurricane weather, this hurricane season. It it sucks. Well, now let let's be real here. Thank heavens we haven't had any huge hurricanes yet in the uh, in the south to cancel all these Miami, Orlando, um, Atlanta games. Well, Atlanta's indoors. I don't know why I, I mentioned like... that. <laughs> Anyways, oh Charlotte, there we go. That's another one. Or even Houston. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we we can't have Houston be canceling on us. No. <laughs> but um 
So Sunday's game, there's a lot to talk about, a lot to go over. Um, Absolutely. Let's, let's start off with the LA side because ladies first. Um, As they should L- be. At LA, they're without two big players due to injuries. So we have Cáceres and, and uh, Chicharito. And- which we're all familiar as, as to why Chicharito got injured. It wasn't our fault. We promise. It was not our fault. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so they, they have a defender and a forward that's out. Um, mm-hmm. Ch- Chicharito has been out for a couple of months. Yeah. Cáceres is more recent. Yep. But um, LA hasn't been bad. They haven't been horrible. That's a better word. They haven't been horrible the past like five-ish games. But they also haven't been the best. That's true. That's true. Um, you brought up a good point. In their last regular season game prior to the League's Cup, they had a player, uh, Chris Mavinga, who got a second yellow card in the first half. So he got a yellow card in the ninth minute and then a yellow card in the 22nd, which gave him a red card. So they are going to be without Mavinga this Right. So so they, they lost that game against Vancouver in, in the, the last regular season game. Mm-hmm. Um, but previous to that, they had two straight wins against two really good teams, Philadelphia, and they also beat LAFC and El Trafico. Yeah, which, of course, as we've seen how well both those teams are, that's that's impressive to beat both those teams. Wasn't that El Trafico played in uh, the Rose Bowl? It was, it was, and it's the largest attendance in MLS history. Flip. How many was it? Uh, a little over eighty thousand. Oh, eighty-two thousand! Holy cow! Eighty-two thousand. Hmm. Well, that ain't gonna intimidate us. No, not not at all. Not not at all. Um, and then if you guys have been keeping up with the transfer window with the Galaxy, they just got a few new players as well. So Diego, a Fug- few, <laughs> a few, a few is is, is slight. Um, Diego Fagundes, who comes from Austin, um, as well as Maya Yoshida from Schalke. Um, who is the other one? I'm just scrolling through. Michael Barrios from Colorado Rapids, who we are all familiar with, playing in the Rocky Mountain Cup. And Billy Sharp, who they just got a few days ago, days ago. Who, who was playing with Sheffield. Sheffield, Sheff- that's correct. Sheffield United. So uh, Billy Sharp is a, a goal scorer, but he's also an old goal scorer. Th- 37 years old. 37 years old. Um, but I don't want to spend too much time on him because from uh, from what I've been hearing, reading on X, um, he will not be with the club for another week. With uh, so, with with visa, I'm not sure if it's visa work or work visa or whatever. But uh, he will he won't be with the team for this game, so no. it's not someone that we need to worry about. No, the ones that I think we need to worry about that could be making their debuts, um, Fagundes, yeah, Yoshida could be making a, his, his debut as a center back. Mm-hmm. Um, also Cerrillo. Oh, I, I forgot. Yeah. Good call. So, good to mention that. So uh, Cerrillo is really good. Comes from Dallas, um, and he's a really good midfielder. A young kid too. Twenty-two um, years old. Yeah, he's one that that we'll need to keep an eye on if he makes his debut. 
So then, speaking of all these transfers, mm-hmm. let's let's go into their their latest lineups that they've used, and and let's just guess. I, I, that's the best we can do is guess at this point. Absolutely. If, so if, 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 if any of these guys will play. Yeah, so their their last, I guess their last game that they played, their two one loss against Vancouver in the League's Cup, which knocked them out. Um, so you see that they have Puig, who plays in that left mid role, and then they've been playing on, in their striker with Costa, Jovalich, and Boyd, in that top, in that top, in that with a four three three. So, obviously, the one to to watch for is Puig. Yeah. Um, Puig is is a creator. He's their ten. Um, he's the guy that that will dribble through, pass through you, mm-hmm. take shots. Um, he's the guy you need to watch out for. Um, the the front three though are the ones that um, kind of confuse me in in the sense of how would you fit Fagundes in with this front line? How would you fit Cerrillo in that midfield? I, I still am going with the fact that I would have both of those players be coming off the bench because I don't see how Fagundes is better than the likes of Costa or even Puig because because yeah. Puig, if you're looking at his stats, has already generated three goals, four assists. Right. Um, and then then with uh, with Cerrillo, you have Roselle that is playing well in the midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, do you replace Roselle? Do you put in Serio? Would you not want to do a, a Roselle for a Fagundes? No, because Fagundes plays an attacking left wing. That's true. That's true. And that, that's and that's Douglas's spot currently. That's true. Now, so, so, so maybe that could be a possibility, Roselle for a, a Serio. Or you switch a, you take out Tyler Boyd, bench him, move Costa to the right wing, and put Fagundes on the left wing with Jovalich as the middle. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm still on board. Out of the the newest players that they've just acquired, Fagundes should be the player that should be starting because we've seen him with Austin, how well he did with Austin, how well he did when he was with the New England Revolution, scoring goals. So I don't see how a player of that caliber should be just on the bench. Let's just put. Let's just leave it at this. They have options, so oh, yeah. if absolutely if they need to sub, they can sub in someone of the same quality as yeah. what's on the field, and or I, I or better. It, it it was a good timing for them to acquire these players with Chicharito being injured. Well, that it goes the same with with RSL because um, we're at a point where it seemed like blah. <laughs> we we were just blah. Um, yeah. In in May, and then all of a sudden we hit this transfer window, just boom, boom, boom. Added mm-hmm. some people. Um, people started getting better. Yeah. And now now we're in a position where where we're at third in the in the West, um, tied for second. What is it? Uh, no, tied for yeah. third. Tied tied for third. Yeah. So, um, let's go over to the RSL side, and, and this is where, um, we also have. Transfer news that we need to go over. We do. You guys are probably confused. You're like, transfer window's closed, I thought. It isn't. Ish. But it is. Kind of, kind of, kind of confusing, but... So, you, you want to make the, the special announcement? Go right ahead. So, we just picked up from Phoenix Rising, 
Kayvon Lambert, um, who plays in a center back position, center back, center mid. Defensive mid. Defensive mid. So he also played for the Jamaican national team during the Gold Cup. So he has international experience, which helps out a lot. Um, it definitely helps out in the rotation with center backs because from what mm-hmm. from what we're reading again, um, it looks like he'll be used more in the center back position instead of a defensive midfield. That center that center defensive midfield position is full. Yeah, no, no more. <laughs> yeah, but, and but we only he, have three three center backs, and he has the experience. He's been playing with Phoenix Rising for, I think I was looking about seven, eight, eight, eight years, something like that. Since 2017, 2018, somewhere around there. Yeah, so, so, so about six, six-ish years. So big, big center back. He's coming in at six foot three. So I'm, I'm excited to see his quality, what he can bring for this squad. Yes, um, I think he's going to be a lot of help. I wonder if he's going to make an appearance in this game. I don't think so. I think he'd be making an appearance uh the the following Saturday against yeah. Houston, but um, it does alleviate a lot of pressure off of that center back position because we've been playing the Glad Vera, Glad Silva, Silva Vera combos. Do you think? Do you think with Kevon now joining this squad, do you think we're gonna now narrow it down instead of just switching back and forth from Glad Silva, Glad Vera to then having just a set, or do you think we're gonna keep switching back and forth? I think we're still going to be making different combos because now the amount of combos has increased, obviously. Yeah, just to keep teams on their toes, to expect the unexpected. Well, I don't think it's that, but we have more options in terms of um, different strategies now. If if we're playing against a more aerial team, um, you you now put in um, Vera – or you can put in – Glad's also tall, so you could – I guess an aerial team, you put in tall players. So you put in um, Kayvon with someone else. With more aggressive teams, you'll want to put in Silva mm-hmm. and and Vera. Unless unless Kayvon is a, an aggressive player, which I, I haven't paid attention to when I, he I haven't, played. I, have, I haven't seen enough of his highlights to know whether he is or not. And this this also kind of fills in that void that we've, we've talked about with Marcelo kind of getting up in age. At the age of 34, if... Kayvon is kind of that replacement because Vera obviously is a younger, younger player as well. Right. Um, so with, with Kayvon, Kayvon is 26. So he's right in, smack in the middle of good age. Of Vera and Glad. Yeah. So um, I hope that, that he fits in, that we get a good rotation. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just glad that we have another center back. Oh, that, abs- that was my absolutely. biggest worry. It's something that we've been needing. Like you said, the midfield is already kind of a little clogged up. So to have somebody assigning for defense is a good call by Elliot and the squad. So now the next question is, um, who do you see in the midfield? This is going to be our first full game without Without, Pablo Ruiz. Um, Mm -hmm. I saw someone, um, I I can't remember. Oh, no, I do remember who. I'm not going to call them out. Um, (laughs) I saw someone put in Ojeda and Lafelson as the starters. What are your thoughts on, on the midfield? What I want to see on Sunday or what I want to see moving forward? Let's talk Sunday. Sunday? Um, we, we've, we've kind of talked about it before, but I want RSL to go half starters, half bench, mainly for the fact that I don't want 
our starters to be going full out ahead of Wednesday's match in the Open Cup semi. But for this Sunday's match against Galaxy, I'd want to see... Obviously, that's kind of a difficult one. So... You see? I would probably go... uh, If I'm talking starters, I think the only starters I would want to see start this match would probably maybe just be maybe Luna Ojeda. Luna in the middle? No, Luna on, on the wing. And then oh. Ojeda and, and Ojeda in the middle. But who would you accompany Ojeda with? That's L- that's L- the question. Bluffelson. You look pair of Bluffelson. Yeah. Here's what I would do. And then I would have like, Palacio is going to have the rest. Here's what I would do. Um, because I don't want to risk injury, um, especially with someone who's who's all of a sudden been like a rock. Besides Ruiz, Ojeda's <laughs> been a rock. I would actually do a Lawfulson Palacio. Yeah. I, I I could also see that as well. I need Ojeda good for Wednesday. But definitely, definitely have Saverino rest. That that's but if he does play, have him come in 60, 70th minute so he gets very limited minutes. Um someone, the same person um that I'm talking about, um happened happened to talk to another player. Um, after practice today, I think it was. Um, I'm liking your sources. I I, I don't want to give away my sources just because like they're gonna be like, oh well, they were wrong. I don't want to <laughs> be wrong, so I'll save them and I'll ex- expose myself. Um, <laughs> so they're they're talking to Gomez and they're they they were talking to Gomez under the assumption that Gomez was gonna start and Gomez didn't deny it. So, um, we could see. Um, Gomez starting instead of Sava. We could see Luna play since he didn't play last game, and Luna needs to probably get to game pace. See, like that, I would honestly be okay with, um, just because it's giving these these bench guys more minutes. And then even when it comes to our strikers, I'm trying to think who 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 do we have like Rubin? I think this would be an ideal game for Rubin to start. I bet you anything is going to be a Rubin Julio start. Yeah, like I or even Krylock because Krylock's gonna Krylock's gonna be kind of kind of MIA honestly lately too. It could be, but I'd be I'd be more going towards a uh, Rubin and Julio start. Yeah, just yeah. I mean we're we're talking if we're just resting starters. Yeah, I mean it yeah. could it could be that Pablo wants to wants to play starters. He wants them to be game ready and have game time. Game time. I, I think if you have starters come in, like if you're going to have Chicho or Moose or even Sava come in this match, have them come in towards the, the end, the close of this match against the Galaxy so they're not going full out, so they're not getting hurt or injured. You, you don't right. want to risk anything. Right, because right after this game ends, they're flying straight to Houston Yeah. Um, yeah. To, to get ready. We're hot, hot weather, humid there, so... Um, and so, so with with the, that, um, do do you see any keeper change? Do you see Beavers playing instead of McMath? Yeah, I, I would definitely want to see young Beavers building that dam and getting his getting a shutout in in Galaxy. I agree. Now, here's a here's another question mark. In fact, I, as we're talking about this, 
I think every position is turned into question marks because we have that much quote unquote depth. We're, we're, we're deep in every position, which is good when it comes to these big games coming up. So then would you start Oviedo and Bodie on the wings instead of Brody and Anelli? I would say yes. I would say yes, honestly. And this hurts me to say it, honestly, but this is one of those games that if Eric Holt was still uh, healthy, I would have him start. <laughs> You're so mean. You're so mean. Um, would, would you not agree? Actually, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't agree. I wouldn't put an Eric Holt to. I mean, you he'd would, be my you, my last you, last. You, you wouldn't risk your house on Eric Holt. I know. Oh no, <laughs> I wouldn't risk my house on Eric Holt. No, um, sorry. Um, nice guy, but we have so we're so deep in 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 I, any of those positions that no, I for, think we're gonna be fine. For sure, for sure. But this should this should be a, a game of young players who are getting experience, getting minutes out there. So now, now because it's going to be a, for, from what we're getting at, this is going to be a game of reserves or substitutions. Mm-hmm. having to show getting minutes. Yeah. This could affect the result. It will. It will. It will not be the result that we want, um, that we're used to. So, I think fans need to be patient and understanding that we have a bigger game coming ahead of us on Wednesday. And with that, with that being said, it's, it's the best time. It's the most important time of this show. It is prediction. Time. <laughs> people, people have been upset that I have not been doing enough shimming. So I, there, there you guys go. All right. That's good. Go. I'm glad I'm glad you shimmied. Um, <laughs> I'll let you go first since uh, I went first you, last. You are so nice, my friend. Thank you. But since, like we said, we're going to be going a lot of a lot of young players. That we're, we're just guessing. And we got I'm, – I'm, I'm feeling a little, little, little mix on this one. I'm going to go 1-1 draw. <laughs> I, I mean there's some days where we're just so in sync that i'm like it worries me um well i'm gonna pull out my secondary results so um because this game is not going to be the focus even though they're going to tell you we're, fo- we're doing one game at a time this game is not the focus um so with that being said i think it's going to be a zero zero draw Hey, that is actually good because Beavers builds the dam and gets the shutout on Sunday. I like it. Beaver dam, beaver dam. Beaver dam, beaver dam, beaver (laughs) dam. Oh, my goodness. Well, do you have any last words for the people? Eat your vegetables and go to school and don't boo the refs. Okay. Do you also want to give them our our, uh, social media? (laughs) those are good advice too it's true no if you guys have not already head to our socials at twitter at threads at instagram at the rsl bros and if you're running errands if you're at the gym if you're doing all of those kind of things put in your headphones listen to us on the spotify 
And if you're watching this video, give us a thumbs up and subscribe below. Do it. Do it and you're cool. Do it and you're cool. But don't forget to catch Sunday's game. It's going to be a late one, guys. 8.30. That's almost past my bedtime, but hey. <laughs> yep. Yep. And that's it's okay. That, and that's we're, we're hoping that there's not even a weather delay. Hey, hey, hey. The things you do for to love this club. But 8.30, our time on MLS Season Pass. Catch it. And we will be back here Monday when we preview guys for the huge, huge matchup that's taking place Wednesday in Houston for the semifinal of the Open Cup. But until then, peace. Take care, guys. Ciao.